Welcome to the Practice Brave Podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Battles, a strength and conditioning coach and the founder of Pregnancy and Postpartum Athleticism. The Practice Brave Podcast brings you the relatable, trustworthy, and transparent health and fitness information you're looking for when it comes to coaching, being coached, and transitioning through the variables of motherhood and womanhood. If you're a pregnant or postpartum athlete or a coach working with this population, this show is specifically designed for you. All right, let's get started. Welcome back to the Practice Brave podcast. Today, I am here with my friend, Miranda Granger, and she is a UFC fighter, a brand ambassador for pregnancy and postpartum athleticism, and she happens to be a pregnant athlete. So I'm so excited to coach her, but also work with her to just provide some better information for pregnant and postpartum athletes out there. And we are really excited to bring her story today to the podcast. So Miranda, thank you so much for being here. Yes, I'm excited to be here. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about yourself. So I grew up in Washington State. I've been here my whole life. I started doing martial arts when I was about four years old. I actually started in um, Taekwondo. So that was like my first adventure into martial arts. Uh, I have my same coach today that I did when I was four years old. So that's pretty cool. But um, yeah, I mean, I started fighting probably, I would say six years ago training like intensely seven years ago. I played soccer, softball, and basketball through middle school and high school and then all the select sports. So martial arts kind of took a back seat during that. But then after college, got out of shape and wanted to get back in shape. So started doing kickboxing classes again. And then it kind of just fell into, you know, that competitive spirit never really left. So started fighting pretty soon after that. I love it. And so many of us, I think, fall into that. We were we graduate from college, our fitness kind of changes. And we're like, what can I tap back into? So I yeah. that you got back into kickboxing. How did that evolve into the UFC? Actually, I mean, it all happened relatively fast. Like I guess in the fight world, things mm-hmm. don't typically happen that quickly as an amateur. So I took my first fight, like I said, about a year after I started really training mm-hmm. and I did a kickboxing fight because just, I just missed that competition. So uh, I did that. And then I did a few grappling tournaments and I knew that that's kind of what I wanted to do. And I, I ended up doing 10 amateur fights, kickboxing and MMA. Um, MMA is like mixed martial arts. So it would be like all the things you do in kickboxing and, but then mixed with like jujitsu and all of that stuff too, and smaller gloves. And I did 10 fights. I went 10 and 0 as an amateur. And then I'm not trying to like, sound cocky or whatever but no one really in Washington wanted to fight me anymore because it was just kind of becoming a I don't know yeah not fun so then we decided to go pro and I did my first couple pro fights around here and then I got picked up I was winning I I fought for a world title against a girl who had been ranked pretty high she was fought in Invicta which is a pretty big women's organization and then um, fought on The Ultimate Fighter, the TV show. And she's also from Washington. So we fought here because it was always kind of like that, you know, who's the better girl fighter in Washington State? So they put us together. Um, I ended up winning that title, got picked up by an organization called CFFC and fought for them and then fought for their world title belt and won that as well. And then at that point, I was 6-0 and as a pro. And then the UFC called me one day. I literally was in church, walking out of church and I got a call from my coach and he's like, 
we did it. We did it. We're, we're, we're going to the UFC. And I started crying. He's like, but I do have some bad news. I'm like, what? And he's like, it's in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so luckily I'd been keeping myself in relatively good shape and fought. I won my first UFC fight and then I got on a four fight contract with them. So now I have one fight left on my contract right now, but obviously I'm not going to be doing that for a little while. <laughs> Yeah. So that'll be something that you are working to get back to after having your baby. Yeah. Wow. So obviously you're training, you found out you were pregnant. What was your first thought knowing, oh my God, like I have this other fight that I'm so committed to. You've obviously worked your butt off to get to where you're at as an athlete. So tell us a little bit about that moment. I think for me, when I first found out I was pregnant, of course, I was very excited and I wasn't really thinking about anything else at the time, just that I needed to tell my husband because I, I took the test when I was home by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a feeling I was pregnant and we had talked about it after my last fight that I just had. We had, we had kind of talked about, I'd been having that like overwhelming feeling like it was time. And Caden and I, my husband have been together for almost 10 years now and we've known each other since middle school. So it's like, I knew he was the right guy too. So I don't know. I was just so happy that I hadn't really thought about it. But then once the, you know, whole excitement of all of that kind of fizzled down a little bit, I really started thinking about what that meant for my future, especially as like my career. And, uh, I had lost my last fight. So I didn't know what the UFC was going to think about, (laughs) Hey, by the way, I know I just lost. And I know I still have a contract that I need to fulfill, but by the way, I'm also pregnant and I probably won't be fighting for a while. So um, I was a little worried and I contacted my manager who said that he would contact the, the people at the UFC that he needed to contact. And within a day, the UFC had written me this really nice letter, just basically congratulating me and, you know, wishing me all the safety and all, all the, all the things that, you know, they should, they should do. And just told me when I was ready to go, that my fight was still be there for me and just to take my time. And I mean, they were really, really, really cool about the whole thing. So that was like a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. Absolutely. And it seems like we've just come so far with getting more organizations and brands to really just stand behind a lot of their athletes that go on to pursue motherhood, you know, not just the sport, not just competing, but really empowering them to do both. And obviously we still have a long way to go, but I'm so happy to hear that you've had a lot of support from the UFC and from your, the entirety of your team. Yeah. My whole team's really excited. My, my coach already calls himself, you know, a grandpa coach and walks around the gym and he's all, he's all excited about it too. I'm basically, he doesn't have any kids of his own. So you know, me being with them since I was a little kid, I feel like I'm kind of like his daughter. So he's all, yeah. he's all happy. Yeah. That is just so special. And I know I talked to you about my son, Kate, a lot because he does jujitsu. So we're just going to do like a little side note here. So oh, yes. can you just like talk parent to parent, like the value of putting your kids in some kind of martial arts or self-defense, some, something like that? Because obviously, you know, that's something that I think you hold a lot of value in. And I absolutely love what it does for Kate's spirit. So can you just talk to parents about that? Yeah, I think for me as a kid, like maybe I didn't necessarily want to go to practice every single day, but like you feel, I I think especially with martial arts, I always felt like this um, need to like 
have some discipline in my life. Mm-hmm. And I think martial arts really is the, is the sport that gave that to me because when you're there, it's very like, you know, we need to do this, especially cause I was doing Taekwondo MMA and stuff's a little bit more free flowing, but, um, right. Taekwondo was very like, you know, to the book, you had to be at class at a certain time. You had to do this at a certain time. I think it just teaches kids like more of a respect factor and more of a control factor. And that, that might sound weird because I, you know, I fight for a living and that's kind of what I've grown up around. But I think of anything, it's taught me more like restraint and control with other people in my life because in my head, I know what I'm capable of and I know I can protect myself and I don't have to like prove myself to anyone. And I think it gave me a lot of confidence and self-worth and, you know, I dealt with some stuff, especially like, you know, middle school, high school stuff. And when I got back into martial arts, I don't know, I just, that whole feeling of just the confidence came back and I just felt just this overwhelming sense of self. You're just capable of so much more than what you think you're capable of. And obviously the others, other sports helped me immensely too, but there's just something about martial arts that gives you like that deep discipline and really, really strong confidence. I 100% agree. And for Cade, it's been so great. He started also at about four years old, just being like in a culture and held to a standard of respect and control and um, accountability, but also knowing how to protect himself and others. And all of those things are just so important. And it, you know, as parents, we, we try to do our best to teach respect and control and all that stuff. Right. Um, but it's so nice to have an environment and a coach that also helps instill some of these really positive behaviors. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Do you think that uh, your baby girl is going to do some form of martial arts? If she, (laughs) (laughs) we'll see, we'll see. I definitely want, I definitely want her to at least like, you know, do some classes and just do some things just for the reasons that I'm talking about. I I don't necessarily know if I can handle her fighting. I know I'm thinking like way down the future, but like, I don't know how my mom does it, to be completely honest, because if it were even like my little sister, I would be freaking out. So I give props to my entire family, but sports have been my whole life. Like I said, I've played a lot of sports for a lot of time and I worry about me being too overbearing when it comes to that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm just very competitive. So I know myself and it would be hard for me to control myself (laughs) and not take over if she decided that that's the route she wanted to take. But I also know what it, cause I know what it takes to get to the level I'm at. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I could ever like be her coach. If that, were, if that oh, makes yeah. sense, like I just would have to give her off to someone else. I, if that's what she wanted to do, that's what she wanted to do. But I would have to like, really like give the reins to someone else just cause I know how I am. <laughs> so totally. I just, I cannot yeah. coach my kids, nor do they, uh, they, they don't want to hear from me anyway, but yes. <laughs> um, it, I would, it, it is a really interesting dynamic to go from being an athlete for like 20 something years. And then obviously being immersed in coaching for over 10 years. And now I am a parent where it's just like my perspective has just changed so much and really able, I call it like my, like the coach mom, like, cause I'm able to see it through the lens of being an athlete, being a coach and now being a parent. And I yeah. swear it is, it is the best. It is the best of all of the world. Yeah. But yeah, seeing him fight, he, he's only done like one tournament, but that was, whew, that was, that was challenging, but you know, like baseball, like that's fun. Yes. <laughs> yes. And okay. now, now I'm like, Good. I hope, 
because I played softball. My main sport was softball. I played that in college and stuff too. So I think I could handle softball because mm-hmm. I'm like, I can just sit back and relax and it's a whole not, team not sport. But, <laughs> yeah. But there's something about that like individual sport, especially if, if you've done an individual sport, it's just, it's a different kind of pressure and it's a different kind of like nervousness when you're going in into a tournament or into the cage or whatever you're going to do. There's just like, I know what that feels like. And obviously you get nervous to go play on team sports too, but there's just something different when it's like, you feel like everything's on, on you. And, um, I think that would make me like feel for her in that sense, you know, and I'd want to fix it or I'd want to help, but mm-hmm. I, you know, she needs to experience those things too. So I know it is such a trip to navigate and I think you're just gonna, you're just gonna freaking love it. I know it. Yeah, so anyway, so. let's, let's reel it back in. So tell me, so you found out you're pregnant. You're like, oh my gosh, you tell all the people in your circle and somehow you stumbled across my program, the pregnant athlete training program. How did, how did you yes. find that? How did this happen? Kaden, his best friend lives in Hawaii and they've been best friends forever. Her and I have kind of become, I would say, almost even closer friends now that Kaden and I have been married and we've uh-huh. all been friends with them. And uh, she is a big crossfitter and uh, does a bunch of like weightlifting and all that kind of stuff. So she's like my really athletic competitive friend that I have, I guess. Mm-hmm. And when I found out I was pregnant, uh, we told her and then she was like, oh my gosh, you have to do this program. And she sent me all the information. So then I looked into it and I was like, all right, well, if you did it, I trust you. So I'm going to do it. And then that's how, that's how I found out. I love it. And then, yeah, we got connected shortly after, and I'm really excited to help coach you through your pregnancy and then the return to the octagon postpartum. It's going to be awesome. Yes, I'm excited. So tell me, how does your training feel right now? It feels good. I think at first I was very, um, I need to do this. I need to have a time schedule. I need to wake up and do the Peloton and I need then to go on a four mile walk or whatever, you know, whatever it was. And I had like a schedule for myself and then the sickness came in and I was like, I'm not doing any of this. (laughs) I just want to lay on my couch and eat pasta all day. Yeah. So that kind of, I don't know, took me, took me back a little bit. I know you talk about it all the time, but that like athlete brain, like I need to do more. I need to be doing this. I need to push myself. That was definitely starting to kick in. And I felt like maybe I was doing too much because I would come home and I would just not feel right and feel so tired all the time. And I know that also is obviously I'm <laughs> growing a human. So that has to do with it too. But um, I think I was just letting my like mind take over and telling myself that I wasn't doing enough. So I went through like a little bit of a, a weird, like, how am I going to handle this? Am I ever going to get back to normal? Mm-hmm. And, um, but, but I feel like it's been a lot better. And now that I've kind of like managed it and taken a step back and, you know, reading the things that you post and stuff help too, <laughs> because I'm like, okay, I'm not like the only one that feels this way. Oh God, so. girl, you are the majority. That's the thing. And like, we don't have to all be like professional athletes to experience this shift. And like, I usually do this, but now I either don't feel like it, or it's maybe not something that I should be doing right now. Um, yeah. So hard to navigate and really just surrender because we've quite literally been trained and programmed and created habits around a certain aesthetic, a certain level of activity, a certain um, way to move, how we move, what we enjoy doing. All of this is so attached to our identity. It's very hard to have this transition of pregnancy and then like rehabbing and rebuilding postpartum. 
Exactly. And that honestly was like what I worried about the most. And what I still kind of worry about the most is how I'm going to be after, you know, after I have the baby, I don't want to push myself too much and end up hurting myself and making it worse for myself. But I also know how my brain works. And when your whole job is, you know, what your weight is and how good of shape you are, it's hard to like navigate that even through this time when obviously I'm going to gain weight right now. Like there's no, I don't even know why I step on the scale anymore. Cause I'm like, obviously you're going to gain weight. It's, it's just happening. It's inevitable, but yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's different. It's definitely different. Yeah. And it's really like, I just, I hope you guys can hear that it is hard for everyone. And you know, you have slightly different circumstances than just the, you know, someone like me who just likes to work out and stay relatively healthy and, and fit because you have, you do have to return to a certain weight and a certain athletic capacity. So that yeah. is this like added pressure because it's not like I just, I want to do these things. You, you really have some stakes writing on this so that I know that it is a lot. And that is also why it's so helpful to have teammates and I will be there for you. You have solid coaches. Um, we'll be working with a pelvic floor physical therapist just to make sure that you are on a path that sets you up to do the things you want to do postpartum. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just really thankful for, you know, everything that you've helped me with so far. And I know I feel more confident going into it, knowing that I have you after too, because I would, I feel like I would just be lost. <laughs> so my, the after my is coach, where like the, the coaching, like really kicks in and the pregnancy is just so much like teaching. It's like, let me teach you enough to just almost give you a head start on the postpartum, you know? And like, that's like right. all the other programs. Like, that's what I want. I want you to have knowledge and education and just feel like really informed and really confident in your training during pregnancy so that it almost sets you up in the best possible way, at least the ways that you can control for that postpartum experience. But that's when we start going like mad scientists and I'm super excited for that. <laughs> yes. I'm excited and nervous and all everything in between. So yeah. Well, we got you and all of it is, it's all valid. And I, I know that you are not alone in feeling like that with some of the, the tactical, like first responder, military athletes that we're working with, like similar, but different considerations of having to maybe fit into a uniform or having to perform a test to return to duty. Like this, these pressures that we have, um, it is just really hard to navigate. Yeah. It becomes a whole nother thing. And my mind goes so many different places of okay, well, I know I, I know the UFC said I had time after, but really how much time is that? You know, how long right. are they going to wait for me? How long are they going to do this for me? And um, I think those are just pressures I put on myself, obviously, right. uh, because even if everything went wrong, I still, I love my life and I could, right. I could still fight. You know what I mean? It's not like I can still train. I can still do all these things. It's just, I've always done this, but I just put a lot of pressure on myself to like, I don't want to say like impress others, but like, live up to the expectation that I have for myself and that I think everyone else has for me too, which they probably don't, but you know what I mean? I just yeah. have this imaginary world that everyone wants me to be the very best that I can be all the time. So absolutely. I mean, you've quite literally been wired and raised in a performance culture. So it, it is super hard to pause that and know that it's just that it's paused. So it's not like it's over you're paused and it, you're just like in this like limbo land. So in regard to your training, what does that look like? And, and you guys, I just want to say like, almost as a disclaimer, 
the training that she is doing right now is not always necessarily what would be like appropriate for you. She's doing the pregnant athlete training program, but she's also doing some other things that we've talked about that will still help complement her well-rounded performance and postpartum goals. So now that I've said that, this yes. is <laughs> <Tell me, laughs> a good disclaimer. Yeah. Tell me about what you're doing. So I, um, in the mornings I will wake up and if I am feeling pretty good, I will go out on the Peloton and do like a 20 to 30 minute Peloton class just to kind of get myself moving and awake. And then I usually go to the gym around two, my, uh, my MMA gym. And, um, I start out with probably one of the strength or conditioning workouts in the program. And then I will usually go and do some sort of martial arts type workout. And I know this might like <laughs> make some people go like, Oh, but sometimes I still even spar. I'm not like getting hit in the body or anything, but yeah. I'm going with my, my training partners that, you know, know what's going on and know how to control themselves and that I've been training with for years and years and years and that I trust. And, you know, just to keep the movements fresh and I'm not, you know, I'm not going super hard. I'm not pushing myself to a crazy pace, but I'm, I'm just, I don't want to lose the, the movements and the footwork. And I'm not, I know I'm not going to, but it helps me mentally just kind of be in the moment and feel that. And I'll hit mitts with my coach, something like that. Again, not super hard. It's gotten different. Like the twisting motions have gotten a little bit more like, "Ah, I probably shouldn't be doing that as much anymore. Um, But I will try to just like stay in the realm of what I would typically do just without the intensity. The intensity might've been at like 110% and now it's probably at like a 40, 30, 40% as far as like as hard as I'm pushing. But, um, and then I'll usually finish with another workout usually from the program of strength and conditioning or like a a walk on the treadmill that we have at the gym just to like as like a cool down or whatever but it really just depends on how I'm feeling and that's not every day I I definitely have my days where I just do you know like a little 20 minute workout and go home but um right I would say that's a typical that would be a typical day No, absolutely. And I think it's so important to be able to maintain some of those basic mechanics and just like the movement patterns, both for like how you feel since it is attached to what you love and what's important to you. That's, it's really walking that fine line of like, you know, can I keep doing this? And then for how long? And then knowing like when to step back, when, when you're ready to move forward postpartum. So it really is this dance through being able to maintain and then scale back, then being able to rebuild and then like test those waters. So I think you're doing such a great job of that. So guys, Miranda is in her second trimester right now. And in your first trimester, you were, or like at least prior to getting pregnant and then maybe early on in your first trimester, you were, you were running and you were getting a pretty decent amount of volume in, right? With your runs. Yeah. I was running anywhere from like six to 13 miles a day. (laughs) So I was running a lot, a lot. Which is like crazy because you're not even like a, like a runner runner. Like you're not even a marathoner. You're just knocking out all those miles. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it is like a, this, my whole sport is Mm -hmm. (laughs) how do you look? What do you weigh? So it's just like an easy way. And when I'm in the gym, it's so intense and it's so demanding that almost like running is kind of like my way to relax and that sounds so weird but it's like the only way I could really like clear my mind and have 
my like alone time, I guess, and really like be with my thoughts. And that's why I would run for so long. It's not necessarily like I'm sprinting the whole time. It takes me a while, but it's just that time that I can actually like decompress and have like time to myself where I don't have to be on on my game focused 100% and you know it's a sport if you're not focused 100% you're gonna get hurt so mm-hmm. I definitely missed that and I had to find different ways to find that for myself and I think maybe that's kind of part of what I was struggling with a little bit when I first got pregnant but um because I, I knew I can't go for a mile run if I go for a mile run it's gonna turn into a six mile run there was no there's no in between for me so right. I was like ah, that just has to go away Right. And that was a conversation that I remember having with you was when you were kind of looping me in on like what you're used to doing, what your training habits are, what kind of like volume and intensity you're getting in. And when you're telling me about your running that you do, it's not that like running is straight out bad or anything like that during the first trimester, but it was knowing your unique tendency, which was, I will keep going. It is, it is kind of an all or nothing thing for me. And so coaches listening, like you have to know how to like walk that line and listen to what the athlete is telling you or be able to find a compromise. My first approach was like, okay, like, so could you like run just a couple miles a day or maybe a couple days a week instead? So we're kind of breaking up how much volume and repetitive impact there is on her pelvic floor, just as a, again, control the variables we can, because I know what I love about you is you have nothing to prove to anybody or anything during your pregnancy, even if it's a big shift in your, your mindset and your approach. I know that what you want to prove is to yourself postpartum, right? Like exactly. that, is, that is where your priority is. And so you've been so willing to just surrender, even with it being hard, you have nothing to prove. And I love that you were able to kind of recognize what your tendency is with running and your kind of endurance training and saying, you know what? I'm going to do the Peloton instead. Like that's just, yeah. I just need to do the Peloton. I know myself. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. And I was so, it was really great hearing that from you um, and just, just shows so much like emotional intelligence and body awareness. Well, thank you. That makes me feel better. <laughs> that's great. Tell me a little bit about what you think your postpartum in a perfect postpartum experience in the world. What would that return to the octagon look like for you? Like, what is that timeline like? or that maybe that you're anticipating? You know, I think it has shifted a little bit from when I first got pregnant to now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, There are a few girls, even in my weight class, that either just had just had babies or had had babies in the past. And I was kind of looking at them and thinking like, oh, well, they did it. They did it. So I can do this or they did. You know what I mean? And looking at them and one of the girls, she had a baby and within, I, I'm not even kidding, like two or three months, she was back in the cage. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, if that girl can do it, then I can do it. <laughs> like I shouldn't have an issue. But after really like thinking about myself and about the longevity that I want in this career, because I don't want to just like have my one fight and then hurt myself so bad so that I can't fight again or that I have to take an even longer break. Um, you know, I was originally thinking I want to be back in three months, no questions asked. I know how to lose weight. I know how to work out. It won't be an issue, but you know, listening to some of your podcasts and I listened to that last one, um, that you just did. And I don't want to push myself to the point where I might need to get some sort of surgery because I, right. I don't know. So now I'm thinking, you know, I would like to evaluate it at about six months and see, where I'm at. And I just, if it takes longer, it takes longer. But I I also, you know, I don't want to personally, I don't want to just like put my whole life on hold 
for too long. And I don't know if that sounds selfish or not, but it's just, yeah. No, this is your job and it's totally fair and it's fair to want to get the, you know, the most that you can out of this. And we, I mean, I know you've heard me preach this, but I mean, we're really all of us in different capacities are pursuing a lifetime of athleticism and you're pursuing as much longevity as a fighter as you possibly can. And you can do that in the midst of motherhood, you know, like we can do that. Just how do we give ourselves the best shot at pursuing that? And I think you're already doing that with how you're navigating pregnancy and the, that like change, almost like that maturity that you've experienced from the, I want to be back in there at three months postpartum to like, you know what, I'm just, I'm going to just see how things go and we'll see what that timeline looks like. And just giving yourself that grace to be kind of like a question mark right now. Exactly. And I, I think that's the biggest thing is I, once I found out I was pregnant, I felt like, okay, well, I, I know what I need to do, but now I'm like, okay, well, I really don't know what I need to do because there's so much unknown about actually giving birth and all of that thing. So I, you know, right. I just like, I don't want to put a date on it and then pressure myself like, okay, well, your date's coming up and you're still not even close to being ready. And then right. do something that's going to end up, you know, hurting, hurting me and end up, ultimately hurting my career. Yeah, absolutely. I think you have such a solid approach and I'm super proud of you. Thank you. (laughs) I definitely miss it. I miss, I know it sounds weird, but I miss like hard doing like hard sparring and you know, the real like grind of leaving the gym covered in a pile of sweat and blood. I know that sounds really weird, but I just seeing all my teammates do it, I'm like, oh, I want to be back in there. But oh man, I miss getting punched in the face. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I it's love just it. Just the grind. It's just the grind. I miss that. It is. Well, girl, you have um, you have a different kind of grind coming up yes. here in a few months, <laughs> and then you're going to be able to learn how to juggle uh, the different variations of grinds that you're going for, and you're going to have so many people cheering for you and supporting you and just uh, like loving you through this transition as both in like athlete transition and a mom transition. We're really excited to be here for you. I'm excited to be working with you guys. Well, where can we find more about you? Where can people follow you at? Uh, I would say the best place to follow me would be on Instagram and it's just at Miranda Granger. And um, yeah, I don't really use Twitter that much but if you wanted to follow me on twitter it would be at grangerous mma and then i have like a fan page on facebook but i don't think i've posted on that in like a couple years so just don't follow me on that one right well all good thank you so much for sharing with us today and we will be talking to you sometime in your third trimester and then again postpartum all right i can't wait all right bye bye Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you are a postpartum athlete and you're really trying to figure out what next, what does my return to fitness look like? What do I do about my core, my pelvic floor? How do I get back into the movements I want to do in a way that I feel really confident about? I have you covered because I know exactly what it's like to be where you are as a coach, as an athlete, and as a mom. So I want you to download six exercises for the first six weeks postpartum. It's a free resource and it just goes over everything that I think is really important to take into consideration during those early weeks postpartum. Now, if you're ready to begin more of an exercise program, say you've been cleared by your doctor or midwife, I have a eight week postpartum athlete training program, which acts as the perfect 
entry back into fitness, into the gym, into the kind of movement that you want to do, where it's still respecting the changes your body has gone through and how your baby was delivered, but it really helps connect your rehab into the kind of fitness that you want to do in a way that's relatable and fun and exactly what your body needs right now on behalf of your long-term function and performance.